We begin today the Gemara towards the bottom of Nuntesam with Beis, where it says, Tanu Rabbanon. The first word on the line is our Ba. Tanu Rabbanon, we learned Nabraise. Again, this is a sugyet that discusses the halachas of a Kayin Gadol, or a Kayin, with who is he allowed to have a relationship, who is he allowed to get married to. So here, regarding a Kayin Gadol, it says, Anusas Atzmoi, Umafutas Atzmoi. So this is a woman that he himself went and forced her into, into be into a relationship against her will. Or Mufutis Atzma, he seduced her. So then after this, La Yisa, he's not allowed to marry her. But Vim Nasa, if he did marry her, Nasa, so then he's married to her. Hanusas Chaveiroi, Mufutis Chaveiroi, someone else went and was Ma'anasar, or was Mufat to her. So also La Yisa, he should not marry her. But Vim Nasa, if he did marry her, so here there's a Machlaikis about this. Rabbi Yezimayakivaymer Havlat Cholol. Rabbi Yezimayakiv says the child will be a Cholol, and Chachamim Aymerim that Havlat Kasha, that after such a marriage, a child that's born will be Kasha. Okay, now the Gemara will explain all the details of this Brisa. So what did it say in the beginning of the Brisa? that a person went and was boiled this woman before marriage, whether through an Aynis, whether he was Mefata her, he was boiler, and then he goes and marries her. So the Brisa says Nasi, it's married. But on this, Omer Avuna Marav, Avuna, the Kain, this Kain himself went, the Kain Godel we're speaking about here. And the Kain Godel himself went and did this. So then it says, if he goes and marries her, he's married. But Avuna Marav says in this, he's not allowed to remain married to her. Umaitzi beget. He has to be maitzier with a get. He has to send her away with a get. So the Gemara asks, so what did the Braise mean? So this that the Braise says that if he's married to her, now that he's married to her, she, he's, he's already married. Why? I mean, you're saying he, he, he has to send her away with a get, so he's not, he can't remain married to her. What does the Braise mean? says That Braise did not mean that he could remain married to her. All it meant was, to say, that he'll not, he will not have to pay the penalty that you usually pay by a mafuta. What's the halach of a mafuta? A person that goes that seduces a girl into a relationship. So the Pasuk says he has to pay her a knas of chamishim kesef, I believe it is. If he goes ahead and, ma- ahead and marries her, which the Pasuk says, le'isha, then he does not have to pay that knas. So what the Pasuk of here is saying is, regarding this kind Godel that was mafata, this isha, that if he's going to marry her, so then he doesn't have to pay the knas. But that doesn't mean that he's allowed to remain married to her. He is going to have to divorce her. But the Gemara presses on over here that it's not so pasha. The Gemara says, Also Rav Givie mi Bekosel, Rav Givie from the city Kosel went, and Omro Lishmaite Kameh Ravashi, he said over this halacha that Ravuna over here said that he has to divorce her. So Omar lay, and he said to him, but why, why would he have to divorce her? Rav and Rav Yechenin both said that a begeres, when it comes to a begeres, which a kayin is not allowed to marry. Why isn't a kayin allowed to marry a begeres? Because she's not a basula. We are actually a machlekes about this in the Mishnah, but we're passing like Rab Meir that says that a begeres, you're not allowed to marry. Or a mukaseitz. A mukaseitz is also, she's not a basula, through an accident. Lo yisa, kayin should marry you, but vim nasa nasi. But if he does marry her, he could remain married to her. So over here, you can't say, like the pshat that we said before, that it's regarding the knas. There's no situation of knas that we're talking about over here. So over here, when it says, that means that he could remain married to her. Now what's the pshat? Why take could he remain married to her? A kain is not allowed to marry a woman that's a baula. He's only allowed to marry a basula. He married a begeres and a mukesetz that's not a basula. So why could he remain married to them? 
So the read the Hasbid is as follows. Alma, from this I see that what, what are Rav and Rabbi Yechanan saying? That Saifa Liyah is Begeres Tachtov. Because this Begeres, so true, he didn't marry her as a Basula. But because every Kayan that does marry a Basula is supposed to marry a Basula. But eventually she will mature and become a Begeres. And once she becomes a begetter, he doesn't have to divorce her. He could remain married to her. So therefore I say, even though he was over to Issa by the fact that he initially married her when she was a begetter, but once he's married to her, he was over an Issa, over an Mitzvah Saseh. But he could go ahead and remain married to her. And the same thing, Soifalis Mukaseitz Tachtov. This is similar I say regarding a Mukaseitz. Then the Mukaseitz takes away her Basulim, that even though he was over on this Essa and he did not marry her as a Basula, but now that he's married, I say that he could remain married to her. Just like by every single Kayan Gadol, when he marries a Basula, but afterwards she, be, she loses her Basulim, and she, she could remain married to him. If so, says the Gemara, so why don't we say the same exact thing over here? Regarding this Kayan that was boiled, this, this woman, and now he marries her and he wants to remain married to her. Hochanami, over here she said the exact same Svara. Saifa Leah is Bu'ula Tachtov. Since he's the one that went and was boiler before marriage, and now he married her. So even though when he married her, she was not a Basul anymore, when it was Eivar Mitzvah but since in the Saf, by every kind, she would become a Bu'ula, and we allow him to remain married to her, so over here we should say the same thing. But this, this only, as the Mepharshim out of here to this, this only applies to this woman that the Kayin Gadol himself was boiled. If, if someone else was boiled her, so then I wouldn't apply this Svara, that Tachtov, she would have became a Ba'ula from someone else. She wouldn't have become a Ba'ula from someone else. But if he himself is the one that was boiled her before marriage, so even though now he's not allowed to marry her because she's not a Basula anymore, but once he did marry her, the Halacha should be that he should be allowed to remain married to her. And the fact that he was boiled her before I say... In the end of the day, he, she, he would have been boiler anyways, and then he's allowed to remain married to her. So, Kashia, this remains a question. Can't we say that because the ill is atmai, foot is that that the ill is kedushin? No, it wasn't done the shame kedushin though. If it, if it was, if it was done the shame, it was done the shame znus. So it's, it's not. It, isn't, it was done the shame znus, and it's not. It's not kedushin b'chla. Okay, the next thing it said in the Braisa was, Anusas Chaveiroi, Mafutas Chaveiroi, that if someone else was Ma'anis, this woman, or seduced her, then Layisa, so he's also not let her marry her, because she's not a Basula anymore, but Vimnasa, if he did marry her, so Rabbalazim Yaakovim Avlat Chalal, the child born is going to be a Chalal, Chachamim Avlat Kosher, the child is Kosher. So the Gemara explains the Machlaikis. So first the Gemara will bring who the Allah is like, Omer Avon Amarav, Halacha Karabal Yazid bin Yaakov. We pass him like Rabbi Yazid bin Yaakov that the child is a Chalal. So now what's the reason? So there were those that said, My time at Rabbi Yezabin Yaakov, why does Rabbi Yezabin Yaakov say that this child will be a halal? So the point over here is, the Kayin married her after someone else was boiled her. So is that enough to make this woman puzzle enough that the child born should be a halal? So the Gemara says, depends. Savalah Krabalaza. Rabbi Yazab and Yaakov held like Rabbalaza that was quoted before in the Gemara. What does Rabbalaza hold? Rabbalaza holds a single girl that had a relation with a single man out of marriage makes that woman into a Zaina. Okay? We don't pass like Rabbalaza, as the Gemara will soon say, and we pass that a woman becomes a Zaina if she has a relation that's a Eshesish or a Erve. But Rabbalaza says, anytime even a single man or a woman that have a relation, become, she becomes a Zaina. So if she becomes a Zaina, so then a kangadal that has a relation with a zaino, the child is a cholom. 
Fractal Gemara, how could you say that this is the explanation of Rabbi Yaza ben Yaakov's opinion? Could you say that Rabbi Yaza ben Yaakov holds, Rabbi Yaza ben Yaakov holds like Rabbi Lazar? But Vakaimalon, we know the rule always is Mishnas, Rabbi Yaza ben Yaakov, Kav, Venaki. The halachas of Rabbi Yaza ben Yaakov are Kav, which is a certain small measurement. There's not many halachas of him in Mishnayis, but Venaki. All of his halachas are clean, pure, we always pass him like him. But Vilu Baha over here regarding Rabbi Lazar's opinion, Omar Rav Amram, Omar Rav, and Allahakir Rabbi Lazar. We don't pass like Rabbi Lazar here. So we can't say that the basis of Rabbi Yazab and Yaakov's opinion is what Rabbi Lazar said. So the Gemara says, Kashya, this remains a question, Taka, this Pshat. <coughs> now the Gemara brings another Pshat of why Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov said that the child would be a Cholol, not because the woman became a Zaina. And what explains Ravashi Yomar, Ravashi says, What the argument about over here is, when a Kaingadl has a relation with a woman that's a Ba'ula and not a Basula, so he was over in a mitzvah saseh. There is no love for a Kayin to have a relation with a Basula, with a Ba'ula that is. But there's a mitzvah saseh that he should marry a Basula. So if he was over on the mitzvah saseh and did not marry a Basula, over here that's the Machlaikis, whether the child would be a Chol or not. That the, the bird, the child born, will be a chalal, even though it's only from an assay. There's no, the child born from this, what it was done here, that he married a bu'ula, <coughs> so the child is not a chalal. So the Gemara brings now the source from the Psukim for this machlaikis. My time the Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov. So what's the source for Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov? That even if you were over on the Esed, the child will be a Chalal. Because in the Pasuk it says, Almana, Grusha, Chalala, Zaina, Es'ela, Lo Yikach. So this is the, the Laisasa. All these different Pasala women for a Kayin or a Kayin Gadol. And then it says, Kiyim Basula Vagaimer, he should only marry a Basula. So that's the mitzvah say that he should marry a Basula. And then Xiv, then the Pasik says, that he should not make his children into Khalalim. So what do you see over here? This is Mamish the next Pasik. After it says Basula. So according to Rabbi Yazab bin Yaakov, Akulu. When it says, it goes on everything mentioned before, including this that it says that he has to marry a Basula. So that's why if he married a Bula, he was even in that essay, the child will be a Cholol. But the Rabbanon say, no, there's a word that, that stopped, that, that makes a break here. It says, Eile, Hifzikinian. After it says, Amonna, Grusha, Cholol, Zaina, the Pasuk says, as Eile, Lo Yikach. And then it says, Basula. So because it says, Eile in between, it's, it stops the Indian, and therefore I say that only for Eile do you, be, do you make the children a Cholol, but not for, for the Mitzvah Sasei of marrying a Basula. Rabbi Yezab ben Yaakov says, Eila is not coming to be mafsik. There's a different drasha from the word Eila. Eila, when it says only these, it's coming to exclude a nida. If a Kayin has a relation with a nida, even though it's forbidden for him to have a relation with a nida, I would have thought that maybe the child becomes a chalal as well. So the Pasuk here is saying, no, only these psulim that are unique psulim for a Kayin or a Kayin Gadol, the child is a chalal, but not a relation with a nida. Marana brings a Braise where it says, like Rabbi Yazab and Yaakov, Kaman Azlaha the Tanya, according to who is this Braise where it says that Me'ele Ata The Braise says, What do I learn from the word Eile? That only from these mentioned in this Pasik here, the child born would be a Chalal, Viata Isachala Minida. If a Kayan has a relation with a Nida, the child does not become an, uh, a Chalal. Kaman, whose opinion is this Drasha? Rabbi Yazab and Yaakov. Like we just said, this is Rabbi Yazab and Yaakov's Drasha. Now the Gemara asks, 
Rabbi ben Yaakov, according to Rabbi ben Yaakov, that the word Eila is just a drasha to teach me that with a nida, the child is not a halal, so Why doesn't it say Eila at the end? Why does it say Eila la Yikach in the middle? It should have first said, Kiim besulem me'am of Yikach Isha, and then afterwards it should say the Miyat of Eila. According to the Rabbanon, Eila has to be written in the middle to be mafsik, to separate between the psulim before and the, and the, and the psulim of, of, of besula. But according to Rabbi Yezim Yaakov, it's not being mafsik, it's just telling you a new drasha to exclude a nida. So why isn't it written at the end? Kashe. So that remains a question according to Rabbi Yezim Yaakov. Through all of these psulim, but besides a mitzvah saseh. If a kain does not marry a besula, or a kain gadol that is, that not, does not marry a besula, the child does not become a cholo, because that's only a mitzvah saseh. The Gemara continues with the halachis of kainim, but here this goes not into the halachis of who a kain is allowed to marry, but the halachir benigeta kain that he's not allowed to get tamei to anybody. But then the pasuk says that to a close relative he's allowed to become tamei, and one of the examples the pasuk says is that a kain may become tamei to his sister. But the Pasuk gives very specific limitations to when he could become Tomei to his sister. So one of the basic halachas that everybody agrees to is that this is only his sister before she got married. And she passes away, then he could become Tomei to her. But if his sister got married already, and then she died, he's not allowed to become Tomei to her. Because the Pasuk says, Before she gets married. So here there's going to be a b'raisa with a few arguments regarding when a kayin could become Tomei to his sister. If this is his sister that got married, but only eight is first stage of marriage, not fully married. So is that enough that she's cut off from him to some extent and therefore he can't get Tommy to her or not? say he still could become Tommy to her. She's not fully married yet. Once she's even married with Edison, he can't get he can't become Tommy to her. Another case. Anusa umefutta. If his sister had a relation with someone else through an oinus or someone seduced her, Divriakoyal After that, he can't become Tamitar. Another case. Umukis eights aimetamala. If she lost her status of being a basula through a mukis eights through an accident, so he can't become Tommy to her, Divri Rapshimin. So this is only the opinion of Rapshimin. The Bryce explains what Rav Shimon's opinion is. Shehoyer Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon said the following rule regarding a kain becoming tummy to his sister. Ru'uyel a kain gadol, if his sister is still fit to get married to a kain gadol, meaning she's still a besula metamala, then if she dies, he can become tummy to her. Shein ru'uyel a kain gadol, if she's not right to a kain gadol because she's not a besula anymore, so that would mean even if she's not a besula by accident with a mukis eitz, a metamala, he can't become tummy to her. Then the Braisa concludes, Ubegeres, however, when it comes to Ubegeres, if it's his sister that's already a Ubegeres, then everybody will agree, Metamala. Metamala divri kolodam. It's a very interesting lotion, divri kolodam. Others are guides over here, divri akail. Everybody would agree that he could become Tomiter. In other words, the Chilish of the end of the Braisa is, even though Rab Shimon just said that if she's not Roy Takoyngadl, he can't become Tomiter her. And, and according to, we learned before that a begeres can't marry a kohen gadol, but nevertheless, everybody will agree that you could become Tomei to a sister which is a begeres. Okay, that's the opinions of this b'raise. Now the Gemara is going to explain all of the opinions of here in the b'raise. So basically, we have two arguments here in this b'raise. We have an argument regarding a sister of a kohen, which is an arusa. And then there was also an argument regarding a mukhesetz. 
Amukka say it's only Rab Shimon said you can't become Tomiter, but Rab Yaisi seems like disagrees with that. So the Gemara is going to explain explain now the pasuk and how you dash in the pasuk according to both opinions. So over here you have in this Gemara the pasuk on the side. So if you see the pasuk says Ola Chaisai Habesula Hakroiva Elav Asher Lehaisa Leish Layitama. Do you see how many descriptions the pasuk is saying here? All these details the Pasik is saying is coming to qualify exactly which sister he's allowed to become Tomitu, as the Gemara will darshan right now, and there's different ways that are darshan this Pasik. Says so the Gemara as follows. My time at the So what's the reason for Rabmei Rabyudh the Darshi Hachi? So they darshan as follows. When the Pasik says that he can become Tomite, his sister, which is a Basula, so Pratla Nusamafuta. That excludes his sister if she already had a relation with someone else outside of marriage. So then, he can't, it can't be metamater if she passes away. Now, I would think that that includes also if she lost her status of being a basula through mukaseits, that he also can't be metamater. But no, the Pasuk says, that she didn't get married to somebody, which means, she actually got married to someone. She lost her basulim through being married to somebody. If it was a Mokiseitz, so she didn't lose her status of being a Basula through being married to someone. It was just an accident. So therefore, you could still become Tomiter. Then the Pasuk says, Hakreva, that his sister that's close to him, he can become Tomiter. So let Abai Arusa. That comes to say that he could become Tomei even to an Arusa. So this is Rabbi and Rabbi Yudha's opinion that even an Arusa he can become Tomei In other words, after the Pasuk said, Loi Haisal Ish, you would think that that means even Edison is already considered to be the first stage of marriage, so he can't become Tomiter. So therefore, Hakreva says, no, she's still close to him. A woman after Edison is still living in her father's house, together with her brothers. Then the Pasuk says, Elov. What is the word Elov? Another extra word in the Pasuk, Lerabes HaBegeres. That comes to say that even after she becomes a Begeres, he can still be Tomiter. her. So on that, the Gemara asks, on this very last Drasha here, to be Marba Begeres, Halam Alikra, why do I need the Pasuk to be Marba Begeres? But for Ahmed Abmeyer, since this is Abmeyer's opinion we're discussing here, Abmeyer said before, Besula, when the Torah writes the word Besula, what does this mean? Afila miktsas Besula. The term Besula means even a partial Besula. Every Begeres is a partial Besula. What's Begeres? Begeres is after 12 and a half, so because of maturity, the Besulim is not fully intact. But according to Abmeyer, that includes a Begeres. So why do I need a special Pasuk to be Marba Begeres? So the one answer is no. It's I do need a special drasha here. I would think to say Maybe I should learn out the term psula that it says here from the term psula that it says by a kohen gadol over there. Rav Meir Darshan because it doesn't say psula. It says biv ha with an extra yud. So over there he dashed that he has to be a full psula. So that's why I need a special pasuk to say over here. I would think maybe I would think to say malalon naira. Just like there she has to be a Naira, only up to 12 and a half. Afkan Nami Naira, over also up to 12 and a half. So therefore, Kamash Malan, so he learns from Elov that even to a Begeres, a Kayin could be Metama. This is the explanation of Rav Meir and Rav Yudah's opinion that a, that a Kayin could be Metama to his sister, which is an Arusa. Now the Gemara brings the other opinion that says that you can't, and the Drosh is different. Rav Yisrael Rav Shemim, Aitamayu, what's their reasoning? How do they dash in this, this Pasuk here? So Darshi Yachid, the Darshan as follows. When the Torah writes, that a Kayan can become Tomite, a sister of Basula, what does this exclude? Prat, it excludes La Nusa, Umefute, Umukesites. 
So it excludes and, uh, in any way she lost her besulim, whether through someone that had a relation with her and even through an accident. When it says besula, so it does exclude a mukaseitz. That's different than Rav Meir before. Then when it says asher loyhoisa, that she did not have any relation, she did not get married to anybody, what is that coming to exclude? Prat la rusa. So that actually comes to exclude even if she just had the first stage of marriage to someone even before that person had relations with her. That's Rabbi Yesin of Shem's opinion. Then when it says Hakroiva, Garsha. If his sister got married to someone the first stage of marriage and then he divorced her, so then he could be metameter. And then when it says Elov, Lerabis again, like we, this is like we said before, Elov means that a sister of Begeres can become Tamiter. So now the Gemara asks on the Drashi we just said, Hakroiva, Lerabis Arusashin is Garsha. That Hakreva is saying that a Kayan is allowed to become Tommy to his sister that was married only Edison and then she was divorced. So the Gemara asks, what do I need a Pasuk for this? But for Ha'amar Rabshimin, in the Braise says, no, no, sorry, the Gemara's question is not what do I need a Pasuk for this? The Gemara's question is, how could a Kayan become Tommy to this kind of a sister? Didn't Rabshimin say in the Braise, any sister that could marry a Kayan Godly could become Tommy to her? If she cannot be married to a Kohen Gadol, he can't be married to her. This sister that's a Grusha now, if she was divorced, she can't get married to a Kohen, or even for sure not a Kohen Gadol. So how could he say that he could be married to her? So the Gemara answers, you're right, usually that's the rule, but Shani Hasam here it's different, the Rabbi Rachmana. It says Kroiva, because it says the word Kroiva, that word Kroiva says that after she got divorced, she's close again to you, and therefore you could uh, be metameter. Why shouldn't I say that from the word Kroiva, this is Marba Mokiseitz as well, that just by an accident, she's not a Psula anymore, but she's still close to you. She's not married to anybody else. So why couldn't you become Tommy to her? Says the Gemara, no. Kroiva achas voleishtayim. Kroiva is only Marba one. It's not Marba two cases. Why you Marbe, this sister that got uh, married, the first stage of marriage, Edison, and then got divorced, why may I Marbe that case? And why may I not Marbe the case of Mukiseitz? Says the Gemara, there's a difference. Ha is Avid Bamaisa. By Mukiseitz, there's something physically that already changed in her body. But Ha is Avid Bamaisa. By a sister that was an Edison, and then she got divorced, there's no change in her body. There was nothing done to, in her body. So therefore, here, there's more of a swada to say that she remains a Basula, and you can become Tommy to her. Now the Gemara comes back to this case of Mukis Eitz. So if you learn the Braise, you see that there's an argument regarding this woman that's a Mukis Eitz, if a Kayin could, get, could get, become Tommy to his sister, a Mukis Eitz. As the Gemara here says, now, Rabbi Yaisi, when you look in the Braise, so according to Rabbi Yaisi, Midrashavke, Barzuge, so because when it comes to the halacha of Mukaseitz, Rabbi Yaisi's name is not mentioned together with his, his peer, which was Rabbi Shimin. Only Rabbi Shimin said by a Mukaseitz he can't become Tommy, but Rabbi Yaisi's name is not mentioned there. When it comes to a Mukaseitz, he holds like Rabbi Meir that he could become Tommy to her. So Minale, from, from where does he learn this? He cannot, again, he, he learns out, just make sure that I have this right over here. So that it's, uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Yaisi does not hold like Rab Shimin. Right? So again, what did Rab Shimin hold? That by a Mukis 8, Eimetamala. Right, Rab Shimin says that a Mukis 8, you cannot become Tommy. And it does not mention Rabbi Yaisi's name. So Rabbi Yaisi holds that you could become Tommy. So what's the source of this? That Rabbi Yaisi says that you could become Tommy. So the Gemara says, you see it from the Pasik. What does the Pasik say? Svirilei, uh, again, uh, Minale, from where do you know this? Miloi Haisal Ish. She was not married to a man. That's when she, he can't become Tommy to her. But Amukis 8, it didn't happen through her being married to a man. It's just an accident that happened. 
We already learned that out before from Loi Haisal Ish. The Gemara already said that according to him, Yedarshan from there, that Pratla Arusa, that the Narusa, she was already married to someone. So how could you learn out from here regarding a Mukhisaitz? Says the Gemara, there's two parts to the Pasuk here. Chad mi Loi Haisa. One Drasha I learn out from Loi Haisa. From Loi Haisa I learn out to exclude the Narusa, that, it, that was Haisa, that did already have a Kedushin with somebody. And then, and then over here, and Vachad Mila Ish. When it says ish, that means only if a man, a relation with a man, took away her besulim. But not through mukasei, it's not through an accident. The Gemara discusses one more detail in the Braise before, or in what, what the Gemara explained before, according to Rab Shimon. It said before, according to Rab Shimon, that Elov l'rabes ha-begeres. That Elov comes to say that even a begeres, he can become tommy to her. So the Gemara asks him this, but for Shimon, previously on the previous daf, over there in the Sugya, the Gemara said in the name of Rab Shimon, that Besula means Besula Shlema. Besula means that she has to be a full Besula. How can we say that we're being marbe a begeres? A begeres is not a full Besula. So the Gemara says, again, Besula Shlema Mashma. So the Gemara answers, no, but that, that, that fits with what we're saying now. Why not? Taime Didei Nami Hosam. How does Rab Shimon know that a Besula means a full Besula? Mehacha. The Darish Hachi Mide Elav Lerabes Abigeres. Because over here, you need a special Pasuk of Elav to be Marba Begeres. Miklal, from this I understand, the Besula, Besula Shlema Mashma. That if I would not have the special Pasuk, I would say Besula means a full Besula. Okay, so that's the conclusion of this subject in the Gea to a Kayin being Metamatea's sister. The Gemara now starts a new Inyan and brings from Rab Shimon ben Yoichi and speaks about, again, the marriage of a Kayin. A Kayin getting married to a Giyaris. Zak the Gemara, Satanya, we learned in Abraise. Rab Shimon ben Yoichi, Yoimer, Giyaris, Pchusam, Mibashalashanim. A Giyaris that's less than three years old, Mibashalashanim, Yemechod, so Kshayra Lukahona. She can get married to a Kayin. Okay, so this is only the opinion of Rab Shimon. The, the Gemara in Kedushin says that, according to the Chachamim, most opinions hold that a Koyin cannot get married to a Giyotis that, that's, that's less than three years old. Rab Shimon, however, holds, and the Gemara there brings Psukim. The Gemara brings Psukim actually from, from, from Nach, where you see that a Koyin is not allowed to marry a Giyotis. But Rab Shimon says, Rab Shimon ben Yechi says, a Koyin is allowed to marry a Giyotis. Elamai, which Giyotis? Only a Giyotis that's less than three years old. And the reason is because a Giyotis that's less than three years old can't have a relation with anybody. So therefore, there's no concern that she did have a relation with anybody. So therefore, a Kayin could marry her. And what's the source for this? Shanema, the Pasuk says, and this is by the Muhammad of Midian, when the Yidin went out to fight after the whole story with the, the base Pa'ir, Baal Pa'ir that is. And over there, they went to fight with Midian. And it says, V'cholataf benoshim, that all the young women that did not have a relation with anybody, you could leave them to, to be alive, and you can actually be Megaya them, and they can get married to Yidin. Right, so we're, we're talking over here about Taf Panoshim. Taf Panoshim is under three years old, and they can get married to Yidin if they're going to be Megaya. So the Gemara adds, Who went to fight, out, fight that war with the Yidin? Pinchas is the one that led the war with, with the Eden. And Pinchas is a Kayan. So from this I see that even Pinchas being a Kayan could marry one of these young girls that are being Megayer that's under three years old. 
Now, Virabonon, the Rabbanon, like I mentioned before in the Gemara and Kedushin, the Rabbanon disagree with Rab Shimon and they say that a Kayin is not allowed to marry a Giyaris. So, how do they learn Pshat on that Pasik? Why are you leaving these young women alive? They're only being kept alive to take them as maidservants. And uh, these maidservants should give birth to Avadim as well. But it's not, uh, it's not to marry them. A Kayin, according to the Rabbanon, the Kayin cannot marry a Giyaris even if she became a Giyaris under three years old. Now, if it's based on this pasuk that we just quoted here, what does the pasuk say? A, a girl, a, a woman that did not have a relation with another man. If so, why, we, why is Rab Shimon saying that this is only a giyayit that's under three years old? What do you see in that pasuk? In that pasuk it says, The main point is that this is a giyayit that you know that didn't have a relation with any man. So this should be by any giyayit. Anytime there's a giyayit that you know that she didn't have a relation with anybody before she came a giyayit, a kind should be allowed to marry her. So the Gemara says, no, it has to be Dafka under three years old when she can't have a relation with anybody else. That is impossible. And the reason is, like Ravuna explained this, the Ravuna Rami, Ravuna asked regarding that story there, when it says by Midian that they have to kill the women that had a relation with someone else, but not those that did not. So Ravuna asked the following contradiction. In one pasuk it says, that a woman, an adult, an older woman that had a relation with someone else, that's the woman that has to be killed. So what do we understand from that pasuk? If she did not have a relation with anybody else, so then you can keep her alive. That's regarding an adult woman. But Miklal, from this I understand, that when it comes to a woman that's under three years old, ben yadu, ben lo yadu, kaimu. We don't have to look if this girl had a relation with someone else or not, because the whole bia is not a bia bichlal, and you could leave him alive. That's what you understand from this pasuk. So again, from this pasuk, you see that any of these girls that are under three years old, you can keep alive regardless. But except, but then in another pasuk, it says the pasuk we quoted before, the chalataf benoshim. That when it comes to these young girls under three years old, only if you know that they didn't have a relation with someone else, then you can keep them alive. But if you know that they did have a relation with someone else, you do have to kill them. So what's, what's the contradiction over here? Regarding a girl that's under three years old, and you know that she had a relation with someone else. In the first pasuk it says you can keep her alive, and in the second pasuk it says you have to kill her. So how do, you, how do you understand this? So what did Rav Huna explain? So you have to say as follows. When the Pasuk uses the term Yedas Ish, or Layadu Mishkav Zacha, what it means is The title is explaining the age where she's fit, fit to have a relation with another person, where the Bia will be considered a Bia. What the Pasuk is saying is, an adult woman, which the Bia is a Bia, and she's fit to have a relation with someone else, so therefore you have to kill them. But when it comes to a taf, a girl that it's under three years old, the whole bia is not a bia b'chlal, so therefore you keep her alive. That, that's what these two psukim are saying. So from here I see that, from, that you have to go according to the age of three years old. You have to look at whether it's b'chlal possible for the bia to be a bia. And that, that's the only thing that matters, and therefore that's what Rab Shimon said, under three years old, a giyayris is mutter for a kayin. We learned the same thing in Ish. When it says that a woman that was Yidas Ish, what does this mean? That means you don't have to know for sure that she had a relation with a man, but it means that if she's an adult woman and she could have a relation with a man, she has to be killed over there in that Mulchama of Midian. You say that it means what she's fit to have a relation with someone. Maybe it means 
a woman that you know for a fact that she actually had a relation with someone else. When the Pasik says, it says by the girls that are under three years old that what does that mean? That has to mean only the Pasik is saying, under three years old, it's not possible for her to have a relation with someone else, and therefore you don't have to kill her. Like we said before, because otherwise there would be a contradiction between the, the two psukim. Now the Gemara asks a, a question regarding that story over there. Once we brought up that story, the Gemara now wants to know, how did they know when they had to kill these, these young, they had, they had to know exactly who's under three years old that can't have a relation with someone else. How did they know? From where did they know? So he said, they knew as follows. They brought these young girls in front of a tzitz. And if their face became green, they knew that she's already the age that she could have relations with someone and they had to kill her. If her face did not change colors, did not become green, they knew that she cannot have relations with anybody and they kept her alive. The Gemara says another thing, the simon for a person that didn't evade it, that had relations, that he's not allowed, is that what happens is, Hadraikin, he passes away with this kind of sickness where the person's face, the color changes. There's a similar thing that was said in another story that happened later in history, in history that what happened, There were in the city of Yavish Gilad, there was 400 Nara Basula that were found over there. This is from Shevet bin Yamin. And it says there in the Pasuk, that they did not have relations with any man. How did they know this? Rav Kahane said they used the following method. They had these women sit on the opening of a barrel of wine, shoyayin of wine. If she had a relation with another man, so then there was a smell of the wine that came out of her mouth. But Basula, and, she, and so because she was a Basula, and therefore the wine, did, the, the smell did not come through her body, the smell did not come through her mouth. That's the method they used. So the Gemara asks on that, Why over there did they not use the tzitz to figure out which woman did not have a relation with another man? So he said, no, they didn't want to use the tzitz, because regarding the tzitz it says, that the tzitz is only used to appease the Eibishter, it's used for the positive. It's used and it's not used to bring punishment. And over there in that story, there was a, there was a, that, this is the whole story of B'Shevet bin Yom and Pelegish B'Givo, so it's not used in the negative. By Midian as well, they are using the tzitz to figure out which woman they are going to kill. Ravashi <laughs> says, Lahem Ksiv. This means regarding Yidin, which means Lahem Ksiv Lahem Lerotzain. Only for Yidin the tzitz has to be Lerotzain and Veloyle Puranis, and not as a punishment, but Eloyev de Kechavim, Afil Puranis. When it comes to a guy, to the Gaiisha women there that they had to figure out who to kill, the tzitz could be used for their punishment. Now, going back to the, the, to the halacha of Rab Shemin. Huh? Bye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it's Yiddish women. It was, it was women from Shevet Binyamin. So now the Gemara goes back to the Allah of Rab Shimon. Rab Shimon says that a Kayan could marry a Giyaris. So Amr of Yaakov, Eridi, Amr of Yeshua ben Levi, Allah of Rab Shimon, Meyachai. We passed in the Rab Shimon, Meyachai, that a Kayan could marry a Giyaris. Amr of Rab Zayla, Rab Yaakov, Eridi. So he asked him, Befeidish me, Allah. Did you hear this Befeidish from Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi that Allah is like Rab Shimon, Meyachai? Or Meklalish me, Allah. Or maybe you learned it from a story, from a Psakdin that happened. So, and the Gemara says, my Klala. What was the story that happened? 
Because Rabbi Shua ben Levi said as follows, There was a city in Israel, There was a certain rumor, there was something that people said about a certain family in that city. Vishige Rabbi is Rabruminus. Rabbi sent Rabruminus to go find out what went on over there. Ubotka and he interrogated, he looked at the situation. Umatsaba, what he found was Bas Giyiris, Pusami Bas Shalishan and Vyaimacha that it was a Giyiris under three years old, Vekhshira, and that, that, that's what the whole rumor was about. That this Giyiris under three years old married a Kain. And people were saying that this is not kosher. And what happened over there in that story? Vekhshira Rabbi Likahuna. And Rabbi said that, that she's kosher, that she can remain married to this kayin. That, that was the story. So they wanted to know, did, 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 maybe that was the story that he learned it out from, that the halacha is like Rabbi Shem So he said to him, no, I didn't learn it from that story. I actually heard this from Rabbi Shua ben Levi, not only based on this incident that happened. Now the Gemara inquires here, if he only learned it from this story, my... Why could I not learn out from the story? Rabbi, Befeidish, Paskin, that the Kayin could remain married to the Giyadis. So the Gemara says no, because there would be a question on this. Dilma, I would say, Shani Hasa, maybe that case is different. That's Bidiyevet. Once the Kayin already married the Giyadis, that's different. Why? Once he married her, maybe there we allow her to remain married to her. Why? So this goes, goes back to what we learned at the beginning of this whole blot. both said, So they're both not a basula. But after the fact that he married her, he could remain married to her. So, so maybe we could say the same thing over here. Once a kain married her, he can remain married to her. But the Gemara says, now how could you compare this? What kind of comparison is this? Over there, the reason why a Kayin can remain married to her is because or or Over there, like the Svar the Gemara said, every Kayin that marries a Basula eventually loses her Basulim and therefore if he didn't marry a Basula, he could remain married to her. But over here by a Giyadis, the issue with the Giyadis that's above three years old is that she's a Zaina. And maybe that applies even to a Giyadis that's less than three years old. That we say the same halacha that, that because she's a Zaina, you're not allowed to marry a Giyadis. So over here you can't say that Bidiyeved, there would be a reason to allow the Kayan to remain married to her. Now the Gemara concludes and says, Rav Safra Masni Lomiklala. Rav Safra learned out that this halacha is like Rav Shimon from this story that happened, the Kashile. They asked him the question that maybe you can't learn from there because it was only Bidiyevet. And he gave this answer that we just said that there's no reason to make a distinction regarding Bidiyevet. Okay, so till here it comes out that Allah is like Rav Shimon ben Yechoi. But now the Gemara concludes, this is the last point there. The Gemara brings another story where we see that Allah is not like Rav Shimon ben Yechoi. There was a Kayin, the Insev Giyaris Pchusimi Bashalashanim. He married a Giyaris that was less than three years old, Yemechad, less than three years old in a day. Omale Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. Rav Nachman Yitzchak said to him, My hi, why are you marrying a Giyaris? A Kayin shouldn't marry a Giyaris. Omale, so he told him, The Omar of Yakir Baidi, Omar of Yeshua Ben Levi, Halachi Krebshim Meichai. So we passed the Krebshim Meichai. So I'm allowed to marry this Giyaris. Omale, so Rav Nachman Yitzchak told him, Zil Apik, go. And, and, and be Megadisher, send her out, and Viloy, and if not, Mafkinuloch, Rabbi Yaakov, Baridi, Miyunach. If not, I will take the, what you heard from Rabbi Yaakov, Baridi, from your ears. 
Ashi says it was an expression that he was telling him, if you're not going to listen to what I'm telling you, I'm going to put you into some kind of a chayrim. So we see here a very sharp expression that and this is the final halacha that Abnachim Yitzchak is saying that a kayin is not allowed to marry a giyotis and not even a giyotis that's under three years old.